so I can smooch my belly button? Yeah. Hello, dear listeners, and welcome to another Hey, I've Got an Idea show. That there is my brother, Mason, a partridge and a pear tree, Williams. And that over there is my brother, Luke Krampus Williams. Yeah, that's us. We are your holiday spirits. Yes, and tonight you shall be visited by three ghosts. Uh, me and Luke and the spirit of comedy. That's right. We are going to make you uh, grateful for the gift mm-hmm. of life and laughter. But mostly we'll make you grateful for your life. It's a wonderful life. It is. We're going to threaten your life. So good. We are inventors. We are. And tonight, our invention will be a threat to Christmas. Yeah, you see, Christmas, there's so many Christmas specials of, like, so-and-so saves Christmas. Like, uh, fucking Elmo saved Christmas. That motherfucker can't even read. Yeah. He has yet to master the second-person pronoun. Yeah. But fucking Elmo has saved Christmas. So Christmas... I just want to point out... I want to point out you just said the phrase, but fucking Elmo. Go on. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. Uh, But fucking Elmo has saved Christmas, which means that, A, it is very easy to threaten Christmas, but also, B, it is very easy to subsequently save Christmas. So, you know, we need to come up with a new threat for Christmas that can be thwarted. Okay. Uh, First of all, thank you to Ember for the suggestion. Second of all, uh, I think we should get into the definition of that stuff. Also, uh, lots of other holidays. They're all well and good. We're talking about a, you know, old school style traditional Christmas special and the threat therein. Uh, and therefore, I feel like, you know, this might not be our most politically correct uh, okay, examination. Well, I mean, there's, there's the question. Are we having a threat to Christmas, the specific holiday of Christmas? Or are we somehow having a threat to winter celebrations? Or are we having a threat to celebrations in December? Because you know what? Half the fucking planet, December is summer. Mm. You don't get a lot of Australian Christmas specials, do you? I mean, that could be part of our angle, but I do think I do think Christmas uh celebrations is the one we want to attack. It's a war on Christmas. Okay. Okay. So specifically Christmas, like sorry Hanukkah, we're not dealing with that at the moment. This is we're all just going to put on our blinders and say Christmas is the season, is the reason for the season. And we're also, you know what, I don't want to p- pretend like this is a Christian-centric thing. Jesus 
out of the picture entirely. We're talking like Santa at Macy's. We're talking, you know, Christmas trees and boxes with toys in them, uh, like religion and whatnot, not factoring in at all. We are talking specifically about red-suited Coca-Cola-sponsored Santa Claus Christmas Christmas. Yes, we're we're sort of talking about, like, the Hallmark celebration version and not anything, n- none of the sentiments expressed within a Hallmark card. Candy canes, garlands, gingerbread entities. Yes. I, okay, here's a few things. I mm-hmm. personally would like to see something very fun not just uh a a new sort of uh christmas special that you would want to watch all the time uh and i know that that that's not what we're inventing we're inventing the thread specifically yes we are not inventing a christmas special we are not inventing a movie or a straight to dvd feature we're not even inventing a YouTube series. Luke, we are inventing a threat to Christmas. So does that mean that we want to come up with basically a property which could be many series over? Like <laughs> just continually threatening and being thwarted and threatening and being thwarted Christmas like, over and over again. Are we coming up with the equivalent of like a ho- holiday zombie and like all of the zombie stories within like this this we are coming up with something equivalent to that uh i suppose or alternately we could if we're not inventing a protagonist to save christmas we could use one of our pre-existing protagonists and have like a threat to christmas that respawn deals with or a no, threat to christmas no. that good team go deals with vetoed vetoed i we're not i like those things that we came up with i uh Let's let's put a pause on that. We rely we on that a little easily. Don't want to keep going back to the well of our previous stuff, making people go back and listen to our old episodes. I do yeah. like many of the things we came up with in our old episodes, but yeah, uh, yeah no, a little too uh, fan servicey to a very small set of fans. I want a little too I, navel gazing, yeah. a little too masturbatory. Not that I have anything against gazing into navels. Or jerking off. Yeah. Just, it's not what we want to do right now. It's Christmas. Don't jerk off on Christmas. That's actually how I jerk off, is I do it exclusively on Christmas while staring at my navel. Uh, oh. It's a very specific kink. That's uh, a very special time of year for it's you. It's a sp- very special time of year. Do you hang mistletoe over it? <laughs> so I can smooch my belly button? Yes, you hang mistletoe over your belly button, and then you're like, oh, I can't reach down to smooch it. Oh, but I know how I can express my affection towards my own navel. Let me just then aim I, this correctly, and then, boom! Then, then I jerk hey. off, frost frost the gingerbread house, and then uh, through Christmas magic, uh, I'm able to reach to kiss my navel. Well, no, I was, I was thinking, to all like, a good you, you attempt to ejaculate and get it in the navel, and if you do, then you have good fortune for the next year. Oh, wonderful, wonderful. Oh, like you gotta okay. hit that navel. That's, that's the target. It's a small target. Maybe we are the threat to Christmas. Maybe we ruin Christmas. Actually, here's a new thought. Hard right. When you say 
threat to Christmas, like when you first heard that this was the topic we were going to do, what was the immediate image that came to mind as uh, for who that would be or what that would be? Uh, well, I got to admit, uh, my initial thought was that we were going to do general winter holidays. And so I was picturing someone who wanted to even out the axial tilt of the planet. They just didn't like seasons. Um, that but would then, ruin a lot of the world. That would ruin quite a few things for, yes. for, the, for uh, the climate. And yeah. But yeah, no, when I when I think of uh, threats specifically to Christmas and Christmas celebrations and merrymaking in December, you know what I actually think of is the Puritans. Because uh, the war on Christmas, Christmas has not always been on the side of like good church going right wing, you know, Puritan types. There was a time back in the day when Christmas celebrations, like the actual religious people uh, associated with the church, they were like, no, what is this like caroling bullshit? What is this decorations and gift giving bullshit? No, we need to put an end to the celebration of Christmas. So it used to be that you had your your morality police who were mm. like, no, no Christmas. You know, mm. you can acknowledge the birth of our Savior, which isn't even on that day, thank you very much. But I don't want to see your figgy pudding. Yes. No smiling. No, yes. s no smiling until Jesus's actual birthday. Yes. Um, you may smile once on Good Friday, and then again on the Feast of Saint Stephen. Uh, here's a thought. Uh, because we could go in the direction of the uh, Puritans. Oh my God! Do an anti-Jesus Christmas movie where what? someone's like, "Hey, everybody, we're gonna have Santa and presents in the trees," and then someone comes in and is like, "No, Jesus!" and they're the threat that needs to be removed. Take Christ out of Christmas. Um, quick, quick segue. Uh, uh -huh. did you catch wind of uh, uh, Kirk Cameron's Saving Christmas? By the way, I, I am familiar with Cam Cam and his his magnificent brand of lunacy. And yes, I am familiar with uh, Saving Christmas, which is one of the more bullshit things he has ever contributed to in his life. And that's saying something because the man yeah. is a veritable fount of bullshit. He is quite that uh, one of <laughs> one of the things he jumped to. Uh, was while observing rows of Christmas trees, he tried to make it a Calvary metaphor? And <laughs> Sure. <laughs> it's like, so really, when you're buying your Christmas tree, you should be thinking of the cross. And it's like, okay, what? That's, what? that's a different tree, my homes. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus is not crucified on a pine. Yeah. All right, but anyway. Oh uh, my god, now I'm picturing trying to arrange your Christmas tree ornaments to look like a dead guy. Ah. Uh, Just yeah. like, oh, see, here's this some red. This can be his blood. Oh, look, I, I managed to hang these two balls together to be his eyes. Um, like, oh, over here in the middle, this is his loincloth that was stripped off of him and they gambled for it. Here, here's what I'm thinking at this joint. At, <laughs> this at this candy cane is the spear of longinus. No, 
No. See, poke, poke Jesus, kids. No, poke him. no. See, don't... the blood and water came out together. No. I know way too much about this. Yeah, okay. Veto. Vetoed that, too. We're vetoing we're that. Veto- right. We're vetoing uh, Kirk Cameron's supposed desire that we associate Christmas trees with the, the crucifixion. Fancy that. Uh, here's Here's what... I think we should probably try and do. Let's try and do an a uh, a very memeable, very viral, very controversial, but not okay. No, no. Let me re- re- rephrase that. A not controversial uh, and mostly age appropriate Christmas holiday that every like like holiday celebration story that everyone can get behind with. A threat that everyone loves. Like, everyone loves the story whenever you tell it of any version of a this threat story. Okay, okay. So, sort of something that is specific, but also can be remixed and universalized. Like the Joker, for example. There have been so many different versions of the Joker for Batman to fight, but they all have, like, a certain sort of commonality and, like, if I was showing you a picture of a clown that I drew with, like, a certain specific sort of look to him, even if he looked nothing like, like, Cesar Romero or, you know, uh, Jared Leto or any of the other iconic Joker performances, uh, you would still be able to say, oh, yes, that is the Joker. I yeah, recognize the threat that. that he poses. So we we want to have some sort of nice, universal... Here is the bad guy that gets yes. rid of Christmas. Yes. Okay, and so do we want this to be a specific bad guy, as a person well, who has beef with Yule? I'm going to bring something up, and I want you to either uh I'm 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 going to pa- I'm going to pass you a football. Okay? An idea of football. And I'm going to spike it. And I want you to well, you can spike it or or run with it or uh, eat it. <laughs> There's actually a lot of options. There are many things you can do with a football. <laughs> I'm picturing like in the middle of an NFL game, you just seize it by the the stitches and rip it open. <laughs> just <laughs> as a feat of strength. Game's over. And then no, you pass one half to each teammate, <laughs> and then they both run, and it's two half. Yeah, no, you give. You give both a half, and you're like, "There, I solved it." No, I solved it. <laughs> can yes, we, can the we go home? Can have this half. The Giants can have that half. Stop <laughs> fighting. Uh, and that was the real lesson of Christmas. That was the reason for the season. No, okay, okay. Or like <laughs> Jesus, just multiply the football. Yeah. No, here's my idea. Here's my idea. Football's for everyone. And a miracle, the 4,000 were provided with sporting goods. Little pieces of a football? What are you supposed to do? Oh, you plant it and it grows footballs. All right, anyway, here's oh my, here's okay. my idea. Yes, okay. please, give me the football. Okay, so we know that the Grinch is a very easy threat to Christmas. He very easily represents... A Christmas story of, you know, wanting to take Christmas away, uh, bad guy, does the thing, but then is overwhelmed with the Christmas spirit, brings it all back, slices the roast beast, etc. Also, um, he's microscopic. Yeah, but, you know, 
that's let's not let's not break apart the Grinch universe, the Grinchiverse just okay. now. It's not the Grinchiverse. It's like the Whoiverse or something, right? Yeah, it's not his universe. Wait I mean, a second, should... but is the Whoiverse the Doctor Who universe? No, no, it's the Seussniverse. Okay, and okay, okay I want I want to I want to lay something down here. I will prove that the Seussniverse has wildly different physics from our own. Not okay. only because microscopic people live on a speck of dust and still somehow believe in Christmas. And, you know, the physics there work as though they were full size. Now, I'm going to mention something specifically. The CGI at the beginning of the Jim Carrey version of the Grinch. Right. There is a snowflake. I'm doing air quotes. A snowflake that has five sides. Oh. That is molecularly not snow. Oh, that is interesting. Uh, okay, good to know. All right, so, so so do you think that whoever was rendering that was just like, I'm going to do a quick reference of a snowflake. All right, looks kind of like that. Cool. Don't need to count the number of points. Uh, okay, okay. This, this is something that, like, will drive me insane. I, I'm fine with it if it's clearly, like, an abstract, here's a vaguely snowy, Christmassy sort of design. But if you are drawing a snowflake to be a snowflake in an otherwise realistic image, it has six sides. Motherfucker, there's a molecular structure that results in a six-sided crystal. Your four-sided snowflakes, your five-sided snowflakes, your seven- and eight-sided snowflakes, fuck you, go to high school science class. Snowflakes have six sides, motherfucker. Now, the CGI at the beginning of the Grinch, like, I grant you, not that difficult to render. It's not like it's hair. But I choose to believe there's millions of dollars worth of CGI on display. Therefore, surely somebody at some point consulted an encyclopedia and decided, eh, I'm going to make this snowflake five-sided, which means that they must have decided to make it surreal in a Seussian sort of way, which means in the Seussniverse, snowflakes have five sides. Therefore, the Seussniverse is not our universe. That is good to know. It has radically different physics, top to bottom. I am glad that that can be considered here. I was also actually... Also, the Grinch is microscopic. Yes, gotcha. And I, Horton... Can Horton hear him? I did not even get to the thing. Okay. Let me, let, please allow me to continue. Okay. The Grinch. The Grinch. He's done well as that figure. Yes? Uh, I'm going to go with yes. Yes. He is a good representation of a threat to Christmas. People love a good Grinch. Again, uh, a, a villain where if I were to draw him without a reference and I were to get him wrong, like you would still recognize it and say, "Oh, that's the Grinch. I know what his deal is." Right. You could even you could even take like the color scheme and yeah. sort of and sort of just b do a blurry if, scribble. If I had the colors, I could draw him like with paintballs. I would be like splat, splat, yeah. splat, 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 yeah. and you would go, "Oh, I recognize that pattern of splatters." That is the Grinch. I love his story. Right. So we want something memeable. Memeable. And 
more uh more obvious mm-hmm. uh uh our own version of the Grinch in in its own right. Okay, but, so is this a character and do we beat them or do we turn them good? Well, well, here's the last piece of the puzzle here. Oh, okay, okay. Guess who else is green? Oscar the Grinch. Uh, yeah, okay, but guess who else? There there's lots of green people. Another uh, very meme-friendly green figure. Uh Pepe the Frog. That Oh god. No. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he is this Shrek. I'm talking about Shrek. Shrek. Oh, what he already had a Christmas movie. Right? But he had his own Christmas movie. Yeah. I'm proposing something viral. Uh-huh. Everyone is turning into... Sh- I got nothing, actually. Yeah, no, don't get me wrong. Millennials love Shrek. They they just love Shrek. Yeah. But Shrek already had a Christmas movie, and having Shrek be a threat to Christmas or having a Shrek-related Christmas threat, I think we're gonna... We're gonna get fucked pretty hard by DreamWorks on this one. Not to yeah. mention the pre-existing zeitgeist. Yeah, okay, you're right. Who are some so, other green characters? Do we do we want to go back to Pepe? No. <laughs> no, it's a little too real for our fun. No, PG no, no, thing. Pepe the Frog, no Groiper the Toad, none of that shit. And we're not doing like Casey Green either. We're not having Dick Butt or This Is Fine Dog. We're not doing any of that bullshit, but what is a green... Kermit! No, uh, more, no, better, better. Uh, there's gotta be other green characters we can appropriate. Well, yeah, well, maybe it is, maybe it is Kermit, because he was a meme for the Lipton tea drinking. He's maybe a meme he's... for so many things. You can use Kermit for so many things. The internet loves frogs. Yeah, maybe he's dr- he drank all the Christmas tea. Shit, I needed that tea! Uh... Kermit! Maybe. Wait, well, how does the puppet drink the tea anyway? Is there don't a worry. hole? Is don't. the puppeteer pouring hot tea onto his own thumb? Don't. I think I remember a con goer that had some kind of puppet that he brought around talking to everybody. And then, like, there was an intentional hole in the mouth so that he could just keep eating people's things. <laughs> <laughs> it was actually an elaborate, like, you know, bit. I guess if you were to do that, you could, like, steal a lot of stuff. You could steal a lot of stuff, much like the Grinch does. Hmm. Do we want it to be a theft-based threat? A puppeteer. A guy who has various puppets and will try to trick you with the puppets because the puppets look nice and friendly. But then, as soon as you let your guard down, yoink, there goes your present. Yoink, there goes your eggnog. Yoink, there goes the wreath off the front door. The puppeteer has yanked it down inside the puppet and he's scurried off away giggling to himself because he's a fucker. (laughs) I, I... You're not even going to drink that eggnog. You're lactose intolerant. Go to hell. I think one of the difficulties that I'm having with this so far is that... um, The lactose intolerant puppeteer. (laughs) Uh, I think the puppeteer sort Uh of has this difficult... In this special, he would, like, 
cross this weird threshold of well if it if it's actually the puppeteer how is he fooling people with the puppets if the puppets are real why is there a puppeteer you know what i mean well no 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 he's very very good at these puppets these puppets are very realistic and he will fuck with you with like, these puppets like the guy and doing the marionettes and being john malkovich being extra creepy with how no, not, not extra creepy, extra realistic. Like, he'll pop his hand up over your windowsill, and it will legit look like a squirrel. And you'll be like, oh shit, there's a squirrel on my windowsill. Get the fuck out of here. But then the squirrel will be like, hello, I- I'm here because I heard about your human Christmas. And you're like, oh shit, a magical talking squirrel. Uh, yes, uh, here, check it out. Here's my advent calendar. Oh, I'll just take a close look at your... Yoink! Ha ha! It's me, the puppeteer! I've got your advent calendar! Fuck you! Double birds as he runs away! (laughs) (laughs) And you're like, oh no, the puppeteer, he stole my Christmas shit! (laughs) It's not even like... It's, you're not even, like, that upset. He didn't actually ruin Christmas. He just kind of, like... <laughs> he stole the advent calendar. Like, it's already the 14th. So that's, like, like, a couple of bucks worth of chocolate. I'm good. It's like, man, I, I mean, I got it at the dollar store, so I, I'm not mad. I just... Just, dude. <laughs> <laughs> like, you, you turn to your wife, and you're like, well, I guess we could get another advent calendar. Oh, I'll go get one. Hand me your wallet. And you hand her her wallet. And then, surprise, that wasn't your wife. That's me, the puppeteer. Fuck you. And he runs off with your wallet. Ah, <laughs> uh, that puppeteer. Yeah, he's such a fucker. Here's another idea that I had was, you know how, like, in the Muppet Christmas special. Yeah. Th- they're, they're all, like, doing their thing, trying to have this sentimental uh, Muppet Christmas together. Uh-huh. And then eventually it, it works out. Uh, what if instead of them all hanging out together and, and doing the best they can, what if they were a team that was sent to fuck up your Christmas? Okay, so the Muppets ruin Christmas. The Muppets ruin Christmas. They just, are, are they doing it maliciously like they hate Christmas and hate people who celebrate it? I or. Don't... Have they been manipulated into doing it? No, uh, I've, got the, I've got the best answer here. Oh my god, it, what? It's not, it's not even all the Muppets. It's just Sweetums. <laughs> of all the Muppets you could have picked, i got to admit, he would probably be the most effective. Yeah, he just kicks in the door. Rawr, like, knocks over the tree. Like, he's just throwing all the christmas baking all over the floor oh, oh god oh, I okay love no Sims. see kermit is being held hostage and the other muppets they have no choice but to do what the kidnappers say or the kidnappers are gonna hurt their beloved kermy so they have to like go along with the kidnappers demands and the kidnappers are telling them to ruin christmas they don't want to do it they're being blackmailed oh. into it Oh shit, that's actually kind of good. A blackmailing motivation for a Christmas ruin. Yeah, because I don't want the Muppets to be bad or evil, but I do also want them to, like, ruin Christmas. Oh, oh, I have not heard that story before. Oh no, do I really like that? (laughs) 
God damn it. Because, okay, think about how awkwardly the comedy lies in that special. Like, yeah, it's it's funny, like, <laughs> Fozzie's gonna hit you with another cream pie. Like, it's all, oh, it's wacky. But then, like, it's it's like, no, one is, is funny. They're gonna laugh it off. You He would, like, be hitting them with, like, endless cream pies. Like, they're, like, tied up. And they're like, how many cream pies would you have to get hit with before it became just tedious? Uh, yeah, like there's a point where it legitimately turns into torture, right? Yeah, you're getting pie boarded. Yeah, like all these like precious heirlooms just being like Christmas, like nice ornaments and stuff just being smashed by wacky circumstance, but like. In as much as they're they're being funny about it, the actual family on the receiving end is like, no. Okay, this is sort of less the Muppets at this point and more an actual Christmas movie, Gremlins. Oh shit, yeah, I gotta see that. Gremlins takes place on Christmas. Not a lot of people like key into that. Oh, wait. Don't the Gremlins hate water? No, no, no. The gremlins hate bright light. The gremlins, when they are exposed to water, they bud. They reproduce asexually. Oh, shit. So we should probably double check that we don't have any gremlins. At At the the water water cooler. (laughs) Let's do a a sweep. Yeah. Get the strobe light and we're going to go do a sweep. Let's just quickly double check. Hey, dear listeners, thanks for listening to our Threat to Christmas invention. Oh, it's a cat. Oh, that's cute. We are still taking your suggestions for topics, for things that we can invent. Please hit us up on Twitter at H-I-G-A-I show and shoot us a message about it or a tweet about it. Or you can email uh, H-I-G-A-I show at gmail.com. Whatever you want to suggest, we're open to your ideas for what our ideas should be based on. We have about three or four in the queue, but we can definitely add yours in the mix. Just want to plug that Twitter again as well because we do verdicts every week and you can participate in that. And it's always kind of interesting to see how those go. Thanks also for tuning in to Mason's Inspector Gadget role-playing game. It went very, very well. And we raised, uh, I was wrong the last time, it's $160. $160 for Extra Life. Also, if charity streams are your jam, I highly recommend you check out SGDQ while it is still going. Uh, it will be going until Sunday night, and they've got only better and better games that they're running as they go. Saturday is going to be completely bonkers. Also, I kid you not, I've been watching it out of the corner of my eye just now, and a kid in the audience just counted down three, two, one, and then did a very aggressive dab. I'm working on a mashup album. I'm very excited to uh, present it very soon. I'm very excited to tell you more about it, but I just, I gotta keep working on it, so bear with me. Mason also has a webcomic for wordcomic.com. It's his third major webcomic that he's done, and it is getting good. I'm very excited for the direction it's going to go in. This is the part of the show where advertisements also go, and if you want to advertise with us, you can hit up advertisecast.com slash 2493, or shoot me an email about it and we can work something out. Ads like this one. The following is an advertisement for the Hoop uh, app. The preceding was a notification that the following is an advertisement. Uh, The following ad will contain a list of features that the Hoop uh, app will, will contain, including...
private image sharing. We're going to do a back and forth here for this one. Uh, we could. Pri- we pri- could. Private image sharing. Private image sharing. Uh, image private sharing. Uh, private connectivity features. And then- uh, being able to throw your phone away if you don't like it. Uh, social supremacy. Uh, 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 telekinesis. And grapes. Shit. Really? I love grapes. The following ad will take place another day. Uh, like, like a week from now when the next episode comes out? Sure. Download the Hoop app today. Well, I look forward to hearing this ad next week. I hate those gremlins. Yeah, they're they're sons of bitches. I also hate the Mogwai, too, but we had to take them all out. I want to make sure I mention... Uh, it's, uh... It's, uh, middle of summer. What? And we're doing a Christmas episode. Why? Why, Mason? Uh, because my wife... Oh. I... I still uh, haven't seen Borat. I do. Why not did you not? Maybe Borat could be the threat to Christmas. Well, his Kazakhstani ways. Uh, uh, you know what? I just want to drop that immediately. Actually, no, not, no good. No good. It, it is pretty much comedy poison. Yeah, kind of. Uh, but you know what isn't comedy poison? Did you know mm. that this is technically episode sixty nine? Nice. Yeah. 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 It's it's good because yeah. this is this is the number that is associated. It's with the things upside down on each with, other. With with the astrological sign of Cancer. <laughs> so Cancer would be a good way to ruin Christmas. Nah, not going there either. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> a threat to Christmas. The puppeteer who runs around taking your shit, but also he just injects you. And you're like, oh, oh. what the fuck was that? And it's like, oh, you have cancer now. It's like, what? It's like, yeah, polonium. Oh, man. Yeah, no, that that's uh, it's not great for Christmas. No, I like that's that. Bad. Okay, what if, let's just take some things that you are expecting to be safe and good at Christmas and let's subvert them. Okay, so what if your gifts were wrapped with glass? I don't expect anything to be safe or good. Okay, give give, give me another one. Give me another one. Okay. Uh, um, fruit cake. Fruit cake. If it was instead filled with polonium. Po- po- no, I don't want. I mean, I understand that it's, like, a terrible gift, but no. Okay, no, wait. How about, what if your stockings were actually full of... Polonium? No, not it's the one thing I don't want you to say. There's actually you are, multiple things. You, okay, but you are ruining okay. this Christmas. This okay. current This current Christmas we're talking about. You are now a threat to Christmas. Okay, okay. So I got it. Family Christmas, 
you know what? You, you're getting together with grandma and grandpa and all the little kids and cousins, and you know what's going to ruin that? What? Porn. <laughs> like, the second you get some titties out, the second you start jerking off into your navel, I'm sorry that the spirit of Christmas is right out the window. You know, the warm fuzzies you get from a nice a nice uh fireplace and the gifts and the excitement and Yeah. Yeah, I I get that porn's on the other end of the spectrum on that, but And and that gives you a more realistic motivation quite frankly because this puppeteer running around stealing advent calendars, this person who like kidnaps Kermit the Frog to make the muppets fuck up your shit. I don't know their motivation, but if we have a Christmas pervert I get what he's all about. He gets off to it. That, quite frankly, is a relatable motivation. I don't know if I want to invent a Christmas pervert. <laughs> the Christmas pervert. The the Christmas pervert that just can can only really get horny once a year. Uh, well, I mean, it's it's basically the Grinch, only in he's not covered in green fur, so you just see his dick the whole time. Or maybe he is covered in green fur because that's the way he likes it. <laughs> okay, but it, but like you do still get the dick though. Of course. Yeah, of course. <laughs> and he, th- this Christmas pervert, he will fuck any part of your Christmas. He's gonna like jerk off in the gingerbread house. He's gonna like ma- take the star off the top of the Christmas tree and jam it up his ass, like whatever. He's a pervert, and he's just a sick, sick person. And he, the only joy he knows is the joy of a stimulating his erogenous zones and b, you know, like getting off to ruining your Christmas. Huh. It's a real cat in the hat kind of scenario, except if you just made it, gave it a Christmas coat of paint, yeah, and made the cat a pervert. Well, you think he wasn't? I mean, come on. <laughs> he calls his balls thing one and thing two. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, that's not nice. <laughs> okay, this is the 69th if... episode. We want you know you we we want sexy stuff to be good so i'm gonna i'm gonna veto my own shit and say no no christmas pervert but what and christmas can be sexy you can have sexy christmas not with grandma and the kitties so much but like sex and christmas afterwards butter and chocolate will go together yeah afterwards everyone's gone to bed yeah get all cuddly yeah break out a candy cane yeah so uh Here's a thought. Okay. What if uh, we want to go viral? What if we all ruined Christmas? We were all we can all be the Christmas pervert. Oh my god! No, that's the thing. Is some dipshit on the internet, some fourteen-year-old Snapchatter, is like, "Hey gang, you know, here's the challenge. You know, do it for the vine." ruin christmas and post it and i'll make sure your shit goes viral and so you've got disaffected teenagers around the world who are being manipulated by like some 
fucking Instagram celebrity to like ruin your Christmas and post it hashtag ruined Christmas and I'll make sure you get all the likes and they'll be like yeah, yeah. I'm gonna ruin my family's Christmas this will be awesome yeah that desire for fame is makes it worth it to ruin I mean Christmas. in terms of ruining Christmas that's gonna ruin a lot of people's Christmases that's a really terrible idea because it that has grounds to work i could see that that's a, an actual plot that could actually manifest in the real world yes ah uh, what i feel like we shouldn't give this like speak this into power uh, thank god we're not popular oh <laughs> uh, dipshit internet celebrities i beg of you please do not use your powers for evil Logan um, Paul, don't use your powers for more evil than you already have. I uh, I do like the catchphrase that goes along with this one. Okay. The threat to Christmas was inside us all along. <laughs> you know, it's true. Each of us has the power to ruin Christmas deep inside. Hmm. Do we have anything? Uh, well, let's see. Let's run it down. We got the Grinch. We got mm. Kermit the Frog. We mm-hmm. got the Christmas pervert. Mm-hmm. We got internet celebrities telling you to hashtag ruin Christmas. Wait, 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 wait. What if the internet ruins Christmas? Okay. What if we just keep... Because people will, you know, make pervy art of every one of the characters that you like. Yeah, like everything that we've been saying, I guarantee you there is gigabyte upon gigabyte of porn of the Grinch, of Kermit the Frog. Even the puppeteer guy I mentioned, I only just made him up like 20 minutes ago. There's already porn of him on the internet. That's amazing how that happened. I, what, okay, what if we brought back the porn angle? Yeah, huh But it was specifically everyone. Like the Christmas wish that some horny kid made was that he wished he wished that everyone's family could be sexy art on the internet okay so like literally anybody as soon as they try and put information about their christmas on the internet like you say hey everybody gather around the christmas tree say cheese cheese and click and then you go and you look back at the photo as you're uploading it to instagram it's like what the Why is everyone naked in the photo? We weren't naked. Oh, what are we doing to each other? No, that's not correct. We're related. No. God, take it off Instagram. Why can't I delete it off Instagram? Judith, what are you and your family doing? No, that wasn't me. (laughs) The threat to Christmas was some, like, pervy genie. (laughs) Uh, Some pervy, like, uh, digital genie. That is just corrupting all of the files that you're trying to upload that were supposed to be sweet and nice and Christmas related. And instead, it's just turning all the porn. Everyone's turning into porn. And and even like analog shit. Like you sit down and you do a charcoal rendering of your Christmas and you put the page down and then you pick it up again and there's dicks on it. <laughs> now, here, here's a problem with this. Okay. Um... My original hope was that we would find a way to make it, uh, uh, you know, somewhat all ages so that we could have a good... Which, by definition, this is not. Yeah. Yeah, this is specifically not. But worse still, it's extremely problematic with, like, okay, if this is supposed to be, like, an entertaining joke 
and, you know, there's kids involved. Well, it's all child porn now, so how do you even joke about that? Yeah, you know? no, that's not that's not great. Okay, well, well, here's what we do. We do the same thing that any children's entertainment does, is you simply find, replace sex and sexuality with something gross, like garbage or slime. Like, anytime you see a kid getting slimed, that's like some producer somewhere was like, oh, let's let him get fucked. And then another producer is like, no. We, we gotta make this for kids. Find, replace, fucked in the script with slime. <laughs> um, okay, so... So, yeah, everyone gets slimed for Christmas. You get I, gacked. I don't know. Slimed isn't the one I want. I want it to be something inexplicably weird so that it's, like, Spongebob-ready. Like, this is something Nickelodeon could come up with. Everyone's covered in spaghetti. That... Well, I... I was thinking we were going to have to workshop that one. Now I'm not so sure. <laughs> you were, like you reach into your stocking and like, you know, everybody else has put presents in there. You watch them put the presents in there, but you reach into the stocking. It's just full of spaghetti. You, you watch your mom open up the present. You made a sweater for her. It took you weeks. She opens up the present. What's in the box? Spaghetti. Dad calls you out and he's like, hey, I, I put the lights up on the house. Everybody watch. He flips the switch expecting the light show. But instead, poosh, as soon as he hits the switch, spaghetti shoots out everywhere. It lands on the driveway. It lands on the car. It lands on you. All that pristine white snow in the front yard. Spaghetti. Spaghetti. So I, I'm thinking. Meatballs. I'm thinking that the way that this and came into. And not good spaghetti either. It's really very poorly seasoned. <laughs> I'm thinking that the way that this came together was that uh, there was some, like, sick kid in the hospital, and mm -hmm. the end of the Christmas special is that Santa comes to, like, see him, and his dying wish was that he was hoping that he could get uh, a, a plate of spaghetti because it's his favorite food, and but they can't, but they can't make spaghetti, and so he 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 turns dark with it. And Santa's like, I can grant you any other Christmas wish you want. What what do what do you want for Christmas? Do you want spaghetti? And he says, No. I want everyone to have spaghetti. I'm picturing like they've got a wish machine, but someone just accidentally turned the dial up to a million and fell asleep on it. Oh, that's good. So the wish machine is doing its best to grant this wish, but it's granting it anywhere where Christmas manifests. Like, as soon as you say, ho, 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 the third ho, spaghetti comes out of your mouth. <laughs> this is turning into a horror. Well, it kind of is and isn't, because the concept is silly enough that I feel like it's not horror, but also I don't know how you fight this threat. Well, you just find the wish machine and, like, turn the Unplug dial back. It? I guess if there was enough clues leading back. Huh. You know, yeah, I, I mean, you'd be like, okay, this is all clearly related to Christmas stuff. And we're around Christmas and it's magic. That leads me to suspect Santa. Let's go to the North Pole. And from there, it's just click, click, boom. I feel oh, like... Oh, but the problem is, is if it's turning everything Christmas-themed into spaghetti, you get to the North Pole, everything there is spaghetti. 
That's true. You you see, it's like Medusa has been through, but instead of turning people to stone, she turns them to spaghetti. So you see, like, the form of elves, and they're, like, frozen as they're running towards or away from the danger, but their bodies are just made of spaghetti. That's frozen because it's the North Pole. You have, you know, like, the, the fucking reindeer, the sleigh, everything's made of spaghetti. The workshop, the walls are spaghetti, and you just see this one machine in the center of it frantically churning and spitting and you've got to find a way to turn it back not only to zero but make it run in reverse i feel like too this this looks like a horrible hellscape (laughs) oh yeah like it's all like red and and greasy and slimy it's like if you saw this in a video game just take all of the textures and swap it out for one like jpeg of spaghetti yep that's terrible it, it, it kind of sounds like something from Doom, like something where you're just in a hellish place and everything is gore-colored, uh, but noodlier. Yes. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. And in order to protect yourself, you have to make sure that nothing on you is Christmassy, because as soon as, like, the closer you get to the machine, the more powerful it is. So if you've got anything Christmassy on your person, it turns it to spaghetti. So everybody who's approaching the machine at all, you got to be wearing, like, a Hawaiian shirt. you got to have on, like, particularly non-Christmassy sunglasses to protect your eyes. you got to make sure you don't say Christmassy words. That's yeah, it's difficult to do in a Christmas special. And uh, during the holiday time. And also, like, being at the North Pole in a Hawaiian shirt and flip-flops. That's... Yeah, not fun. Well, see, that's the thing. That's where we could get the Australians involved. Get somebody from the North... uh, From the Southern Hemisphere. Get, like, somebody from Chile or someone from New Zealand or somewhere down there. They're the secret weapon because all their shit is still summer. So, like, they don't have to worry about snow turning to spaghetti. Yeah. So I'm thinking that the way that we implement this is that we don't necessarily have one product. We have one central concept and potentially multiple products from it, sort of like we did with Harold and Sasha. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm thinking that, like, there's the silly cartoon version, which is really fun. Yes. Um, and, uh, And we also could have this be a horror. Have the Jeremy Renner version. Yeah. 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 Um, I also... Do you remember that Midas Duck uh, from DuckTales? Uh, absolutely. I, I think about the Midas Duck about once every two weeks, yes. Uh, did did we talk about it on this show? I do not know if we have talked about the Midas Duck. I feel like we might have, but... They're ducks! Like, what I, is the deal with ducks and ducks? I, in... I don't know. But my... My specific, I don't know exactly, I guess it's because, you know, you're going to the distant ends of the world to try and solve this globally reaching problem. Uh, I remember the Midas Duck episode as a kid being a terrifying concept. Like, I remember... He turns to gold! Yeah, I remember being super worried because they cut that shit real close. Right to the wire, yeah. And they almost, like, alternate timeline, they're all dead on a gold planet. Well, have you ever heard of the comic series The Midas Flesh? Oh, Jesus. No, I haven't. Okay, this is real. There is a comic series, it's a sci-fi, where 
people, an alien civilization discovers this planet, everything on the planet is gold, including the air, except for a dead body. And this dead body, like, it isn't decomposing, because even, like, if the microorganisms try to get to it, they turn to gold. And yeah. so the whole thing is, like, how do you touch, how do you interact with this body, and how do you use it as a planet-killer weapon? Oh, jeez. So the body itself? Yeah. You, like, you, it you was You can take Midas? off, like, a piece of his thumb, and you have to hold it in, like, a force field because you can't touch it directly even with like gases because they turn to gold and then you have to use that and you fling it in the direction of your enemies and as soon as it gets into contact with any part of them everything turns to gold hmm. and the gold it touches turns to gold and the gold that touches turns to gold terrifying yeah no horrifying also uh that that i think this is i think this is it i think we made we got Our the spaghetti to Christmas. A threat to Christmas is spaghetti. We threw a lot of spaghetti at the wall, and the spaghetti that stuck was spaghetti. That's true. This time, that is true. Uh, I think a silly version might be like spaghetti for for Christmas or something. I I wished for cr- spaghetti for Christmas, something yeah. like that. But then, like the gritty reboot version is spag. Sp- 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 I don't know. <laughs> okay, yeah. Yeah, I'll take it. Um Okay. Mason, I think we did the thing. We did the uh, damn thing. Uh, against all us. odds. And you know what? I'm gonna say appropriate for sixty nine because sixty nine does look kinda noodly. It does look noodly. But uh, we are still taking your suggestions for things that we should invent. Yeah. Uh, our current little well is going to run a little bit dry, so hit us up. Uh, but Mason, I believe we're going to go back to another one of your wife's ideas. And okay, I can... well, I've got a, a, a five slots here. Four were filled by my beloved wife. Okay. And, uh, and there's another one in there, in the list, mm-hmm. uh, that's, uh, that's from Kev. Uh, oh. Okay, well, why don't we do the Kev one then? Because uh, we'll mix it up a little bit. Oh, you want you want to go to the Kev one? You don't want to, you know, randomly pick one of the five. I mean, it would be cool to give her that one and five, but I also think that uh, general rule of thumb, we should try not to hit the same person twice in a row or three times in a row. Okay, so this is another one that's going to be difficult to explain. Yay! I love coming up with those episode titles. Go ahead. Uh, Well, I mean. You've heard of steampunk. <laughs> yes. Uh, you've heard of solar punk. I ha- I haven't heard of solar you, punk. You've heard of cyberpunk. Oh, the cyberpunk. Okay. Okay. This is a setting that's blank punk. Jesus. That's good. I think we could do that one. But yeah, that's tricky. Well, it's just underscore, underscore, underscore punk. That's all you have to do for the title. Yeah. Might just be punk. But it might be blank punk. Uh, Anyway. I leave that to you, sir. We'll come up with that next week. Next week. Next week. A new kind of punk. A new kind of punk. I want a new punk. Yes. Mason, do do the outro.
Must I? Uh, I mean, I I can do it if you want to not do it. No, no, I'm gonna do it. I'm I'm fucking around. All right. Uh, okay. So until next week, all you punks and punkettes and punkarinos, thumbs up, monorail, eggplant. Good night, everybody. Good night. Yep. Yeah.